93.3 FM Stereo In conversation with Traffic Morton Yes, indeed, we are in conversation with 0829-913-913 is the WhatsApp line. That's where you can query, comment and or criticise. Home Affairs Minister Aaron Mozzaledi has confirmed a decision to deport 41 people who were part of a group of foreign nationals in Cape Town who demanded to be repatriated to a third country. Amongst those deported were two ringleaders of the 2019 protests. One of the ringleaders, uh, Mr. Balus, is still in a South African jail. Online for comment is legal expert at FGB Legal, Frederick Bakala, and Hafiz Muhammad, spokesperson for women and children uh, uh, concern WCC a refugee advocacy group in Cape Town. Uh, Frederick Bakala, Hafiz Mohammed, Assalamu alaikum. Gentlemen, welcome. Assalamu alaikum. Mr. Bakala, I'm going to st- start off with you uh, from the legal viewpoint. I can remember doing this particular story where a group of uh, foreign nationals, they were ended up staying in a church in the city center. Um, felt that they could be repatriated to a third country. Uh, Many felt that they could be going to places like Canada and the United States, according to the uh, views of one or two of their leaders. Just run us through all of that over again, because uh, the story does get a bit confusing at times. Yeah, the story does get confusing at times because uh, most of the people involved in this issue were pretty much acting out of ignorance because in terms of the international regulations of the international refugee conventions, we have pretty much no mechanism that is allowing a refugee to make a demand to a country of hospitality in order to be transferred to a country of their choice. Because uh, when one uh, comes to a specific country to apply for asylum, we have to abide to the regulations of the country of hospitality. And then in this situation that we are pretty much experiencing, many of the people involved acted out of ignorance with no uh, knowledge of the international regulations, no knowledge of the, the United Nations agencies involved in, the, in this regard. I'm going to go to you, Hafiz Mohammed, in trying to understand this whole situation. Uh, Frederick Bacala has given us um, the, the legal aspect of this. Um, why on earth were these, these three ringleaders, that's all I can call these people, telling fellow countrymen that they could go from Cape Town to um, another country like Canada, for example? Uh, what was behind this? I mean, were these ringleaders, were they making money out of this? Were they themselves misinformed? I mean, how do we understand this? Uh, thank you, Mr. Shazik. Uh, actually, uh, let me tell you one thing. Uh, from the beginning, we're demanding from 2019, we are not safe in the community because we need the protection, what we're demanding from them. And second thing, uh, Minister of uh, Home Affairs, Arun Musoledi, he was always mentioning that we're demanding to go to the AUSA, Canada. 
We never demand. You can check out all the video clips from all the from all the interviews. Even all of our leaders, when they're speaking, they never mention anybody. They never mention that, that we, want to, we are demanding to go to Canada or USA or Europe, America, whatever. We not demand. Only, only he's the person who is the minister, but he's speaking those kind of words because we didn't even mention in our any interview. <clears throat> and second thing, uh, they, they're talking about the, the three ring, uh, leaders like uh, Papi Sukami and Alin Bukuru and uh, Mr. J.P. Balus. J.P. Balus is still in jail right now in Postmont. Um, maybe, I think so, you can ask the minister of Home Affairs. Maybe he don't know about um, uh, Alin Bukuru and J.P. Because Alin Bukuru and J.P., they have a, 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 a international protection status from the UNHCR. They need the protection from international way from any country. They're getting from UNHCR. Maybe I think so he don't know about that. If he know about that, he cannot mention those things. That they're going to deport Mr. JP, and they're already deporting uh, Mrs. Alan Bukuru. Actually, Mrs. Alan Bukuru, when they're deporting her, uh, still we don't know where she. This is the first thing. And second thing, when they're deporting her, I just get call from her, like uh, when she was uh, outside uh, from Lindela. They're taking the, uh, the like uh, 41 person or 41 people. So I'm not sure when they were deporting uh, them. So they're taking all the phones from those people who's the, who's, who are deported. They're taking all the clothes, phones, all the belongings. They're taking uh, postman. They release them like without, uh, without nothing, one, one thing. Second thing is that they, I think so they forget. Umofia minister forget is the 1951 act, non-reformment. The uh, signature for non-reformment, I think forget them, I, or I, I, I think so. He don't know what is the 1951 act. One of, uh, must be correct, because you always uh, mention it, they're going to deport, they, they're going to deport, and the 1951 act say, like, you cannot deport any, any refugees uh, uh, from your country. I just okay, like to yeah. remind him okay, for, for, yeah. for this. Okay. All right, uh, I'm going to go back to Frederick Bacala. Um, I can only go according to, to, to what I've, I've read about this case. Um, I, I'm not very familiar with it, but um, the minister, Mr. Mozzaledi, has alleged, I suppose that's the best way of putting it, that um, the, the people that, that Hafiz Muhammad is talking about, that some of them have been processed or they did apply for refugee status, but that this status was actually turned down. Um, is this true? Is there any truth in this? Did this happen? Has any due process, as far as you can understand legally, been followed through? Okay, basically, based on the, uh, what you call, uh, Omar Fez, uh, Refugee Center, uh, the applications of asylum seeker or refugee status has to happen within the recognized Christians as per the Oma Faith regulations. So prior to this uh, 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 protest that took place in the city center, there is an office that is existing for the Oma Faith to process every foreign national coming, in, uh, coming into South Africa to apply for asylum or refugee status. So those people, they are being processed in the office that is based in Cape Town, not far from the waterfront. That's where they are being received, being interviewed, and upon interview, 
they are now being given a response whether successful or unsuccessful. But when the person presents themselves, the, the people present themselves uh, at the, what you call it, refugee center in Cape Town, they are first being given asylum seeker. And with the asylum seeker, there is a process that they have to follow for them to be given a refugee status. So most of the people that were camping at the city center, some of them were having refugee status, some of them were having asylum seeker. And the issue beyond the camping at the city center was pretty much some of the people that were having the refugee centers, living in the refugee centers, living in South Africa for more than 20 years, their refugee status were revoked. And some of them were given six months asylum seeker again. Or, as per the regulation of the former first, after you go, after uh, issuing uh, a refugee status to the foreign national, you are now eligible to a permanent citizenship status in South Africa. But all those processes being bypassed, I think that's what we might anger the people, and they went about camping at the city center. But they've, they, they, they've done so without taking proper legal advice. Because if they did consult the people who are pretty much so well established in this kind of matter, they were going to give them adequate advice, legal advice that were going to allow them pretty much to take home affairs to court for their issue to be reviewed accordingly. But some of them acted pretty much as an ignorant figure about camping in the city center, demanding the, the what you call the United Nations uh, uh, High Commission of Refugees Agency some of them wanting to go to the U.S., going to Canada. But the United Nations Agency was not in a capacity to intervene due to the fact that there was no, uh, there is pretty much no mechanism, be it the International uh, Refugee Convention, be it uh, the, what you call it, the Refugee Act uh, of South Africa. None of those documents were having provisions to, to move an asylum seeker from South Africa into a third country. So, uh, resulting to the arrest of the people being sent to Portsmouth or so on, it was pretty much due to delinquency because they were not there, uh, presenting their case to the authority of South Africa in the due process and uh, causing a chaos in the city center, which is pretty much a CBD area of Cape Town where many, many businesses are established was an evil, a, quite an, a, a havoc. And uh, the Minister of the Home Affairs has to intervene pretty much to preserve the image of the country. It was pretty, uh, wrongly viewed by some of the refugee, uh, some of the foreign nationals that were arrested. Uh, but it is also an individual responsibility of the people to be able to Asserting themselves with the legal procedures so that they cannot find themselves on the outside of the law. Because being a foreign national uh, coming into a country of hospitality and applying for asylum, you have to acquaint yourself with the legislation of the country. Because South Africa is a country that got policies. And uh, we cannot come into South Africa as a foreign national applying for asylum seeker and you don't acquaint yourself with the regulations of the country. And when you go about acting, thinking that you could stand on the road and rioting 
and people are going to align according to your doleances and dream of country, whatever you want. No, there is a procedure in place. And when it comes to moving from one country to another, it's pretty much an individual responsibility. It is not the responsibility of South Africa to negotiate with the United Nations agencies to move refugees from South Africa to a third country. That's pretty much out of the picture. Uh, that's, uh, I can say, it's an unfortunate situation that some of them find themselves uh, in post more being arrested, so forth so on. But if they did actually seek proper legal advice, many of them will not find themselves in such situation. Yeah, um, let's get back to, to Hafiz uh, uh, Muhammad uh, in trying to understand and get us our head around all of this. Is it true that um, the Minister Aaron Mutsaledi of uh, Home Affairs has offered um, three months of board and lodging, I can put it that way, of uh, food and accommodation? I think it's under tents. That's not certainly five star. That um, they've got that option. Um, or uh, going back to countries of of origin, am I understanding it correctly? Yeah, okay, Mister Shadik. Let me tell you one thing. One thing is uh, one problem that Home uh, Minister did was he always tried to speak behalf of UNHCR, behalf of NGO, behalf of uh, some other country, and he forget that he's a minister of South Africa, not a minister of, uh, uh, of UNHCR and other countries. This is the first thing. Second thing, I see he was uh, speaking uh, like a three-month uh, uh, house renting and three months for food. Let me tell you, this is not offer from, from the Home Affairs of Minister. This is offer from UNHCR. He can stop talking on behalf of UNHCR, right? And second thing, uh, he, he was mentioning that there, there are two options, the uh, reintegration and repatriation. Also, he's mentioned the UNHCRC. Did you ever you, you hear that UNHCRC, there are only two options, the one repatriation and one reintegration? Mm-hmm. UNHCR never says something like that. We didn't hear anything like that because we also communicate with UNHCR. We also have a meeting with them uh, every month, every, every minute. When we have a problem, we call them, we're chatting with them. We have all, all the information. But he always tried to talk on behalf of those people. And second thing, he was, he, uh, he was mentioning, like, uh, uh, go back to your home country, uh, ticket is free, uh, or something like that. I see he was mentioned also, I, IOM, the one of NGO. They, they're offering, they're going to uh, give the uh, transport uh, money for if uh, anybody uh, want to go back to their country individually. No, not force on their self, but... Home Affairs Minister, what he did, this for last uh, deportation uh, from the Lindela, they were sending some people uh, to the Congo with cargo airlines, with their own, their South African cargo airlines. Did, did you ever you hear the people are sending, uh, the people are deporting by hiding with cargo, cargo air, uh, uh, airlines? The first time I hear in my life. And second thing, when you're deporting the people, this is the main reason, let me uh, share with you, main reason. They, they, they're deporting the people by force. Their children is here. How can you deport uh, someone, their children and wife is here, and you just deport the, the, the someone's husband, you just deport someone's uh, father, father. So you just, how can you deport some, uh, some children's mother without informing them? Where is the, the, those children going to, uh, to go? Because we are now look after those children. 
know, some children there is only only six months, one year, two years. Their father is deported. Their mother is deported. Like uh, some children, like ten years. Uh, all the children is minor. Okay, okay, Harvest. What what is yes yes? Sorry, Frederick. Uh, you want to come in? Um, we're, we're coming to the end, and I, I think I think we need to find out what is actually the answer to the problem that we're discussing here. Where does the answer lie? Frederick is a legal expert for a minute, and then Hafiz Muhammad, you can conclude. Basically, today, if you can observe the world, you come to realize that refugees is uh, refugees is a real issue in the world mm. nowadays. That is pretty much without any debate. If we see address, uh, what is happening in the Mediterranean uh, side of Africa, towards uh, Libya, number of African people that are immigrating to Europe using boat or, or by sea. Uh, in the America, in uh, the American continent, it's a big issue. We have seen what the United Nations have done uh, at the borders with Mexico. They pretty much advanced quite a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of people in the uh, United Nations agency to process refugees at the borders. Why? Because many countries are no longer coping with the number of refugees that are coming from countries day in, day out. In Europe, is the same issue. We see countries like Denmark, they don't want to receive refugees anymore. Sweden, they don't want to receive uh, refugees anymore. So in Europe, we only have France, Germany, Belgium, Italy, and even Greece. Now they are closing their borders. It's an issue that a number of countries don't want to deal with because it is being portrayed as a, a lack of responsibility to some countries of Africa who are not bettering the situations of their citizens and causing uh, problems to other countries to deal with their people that are leaving their country to go uh, seek for better life or green pastures. So to find a solution in this matter, it will become, it, it is a bit difficult due to the fact that we need to sit again around the member states of the United Nations, review, uh, re- revise the International Refugee Convention, and find mechanism that will be pretty much workable, that will put country of hospitality at ease, and people who are coming to a place for uh, asylum at, at ease, and uh, balance the situation in such a way whereby the people coming to a place for, for, for asylum, as well as the country of receiving people, are going to receive uh, enough support from the United Nations for them to be able to process those people accordingly. Right. Most importantly, people who are immigrating from one country to another, they shouldn't be uh, ignoring the the, the policies of the country that they are actually applying for asylum. Due to the fact that if you omit the the policies of the country that you are pretty much immigrating into. You find yourself in this in, in, in this area due to the fact that they won't be able to assist you due to the fact that you will be doing things that are going against their principles. Okay, yeah, so sorry, Frederick Bakal, I have to, I have to leave it there because I have, want to give Hafiz Muhammad a chance oh. just to conclude for the last minute, uh, last minute of the interview. Hafiz Muhammad, the solution, what are the solutions? Frederick has given us a very detailed, um, international scenario in terms of 
the refugee problem uh, worldwide, that countries are not being very welcoming. But Hafez Mohammed, what's the answer right here in Cape Town on South Africa? Okay, uh, let me tell you one thing. We are demanding from the beginning until now. We are not safe in South Africa. And we don't want to stay anymore in, in, in South African communities. And we, we also don't want also deportation because we have our own problem in our country. That's why we are here. So it is a final decision is that from our side. If they, I hear like they want to, in two, in two weeks, they want to come in to take the tent, shower, everything. If they want to take, they can take this up to them. We don't have any problem. We're not going to fight with them. We're not even, even, even going to bother them. We're going to stay on, on, on the sun. We don't have a problem because we know we have no country. We have no place to go. So this is our last issue. If they want to come to kill us here, they can kill us here because we have no way to go. This is the solution. Only the solution that that can be for safe place. But we're not demanding for Canada or, or USA or, or Europe. We're just demanding for same, safe place anyway. Anyway, that's all. Hafiz Mohammed, uh, all right, so I think you made it very clear that uh, the group in South Africa, they want a safe place anywhere. That is a human right. I don't think anybody could ever disagree with that. But uh, Frederick Bacala, legal expert at um, FGB Legal, and uh, Hafiz Mohammed, spokesperson for a woman and children concern. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to make much progress, but hopefully those listening to us can understand something of the complexities of the problem. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. In conversation with Shafiq Morden.